Hi, hello, it's AJ, and welcome to the 16th episode of The Waffling Podcast. How are you guys this week? Hope you guys are having a good time, you know, chilling out, hanging out, having fun, doing all the cool things, and if you're studying or if you're working right now, hope that's going well as well. I'm starting to feel heaviness, or starting to feel the burden, the weight of studying and all the classes now, because I guess before it didn't really hit that much, but now, and now it's starting to like hit me in the noggin, but ah it is what it is right <laughs> so yeah hope you guys are great and without further ado let's get on with the customs to all of my new listeners welcome to the podcast and whoever's not welcome back as always lovely to have you guys here and be sure to follow the waffling podcast on instagram trying to get the reels out trying to get the post out for all of the podcasts and stories and all that so stay tuned for it you know <laughs> and this is a generally clean podcast so i will keep any weird words and weird topics to a minimum you don't need to worry about that and with that said let's get this rolling okay so the first topic that i wanted to get into today was a question that i received from someone uh from the poll or the questions that i ask on instagram so thank you guys for actually sending in some questions i really appreciate it and also as well as the movies and songs as well i'll do my best to you know catch up to them and answer all of them if i can yeah i definitely can but just give me a bit of time so uh the first question that i wanted to tackle today was how to determine your authentic self when someone else has assigned your role and that's interesting like i've never really gave it thought before i've always assumed that you choose your own role in doesn't matter if it's a friend group or in a family group like you choose your own role you choose your own personality but i don't think i've ever experienced that like i've never experienced someone to tell me to act a certain way or be a certain way or have a certain role in a friend group so this is like quite new to me i feel that it's weird that someone else actually assigns your role and to be honest like with no context whatsoever just me following that sentence or that question you know just following that i feel like that person or the people who assign your role they don't really know you well or they don't want to know you because if they assign you a role they expect you to be something that they want you to be rather than it being something that you want to be and i don't know <laughs> uh if you feel that you have to like fake your own personality and role just because it was given to you rather than it being something that you have decided to choose naturally or it came naturally and you don't agree with it i feel that that's when it becomes a problem as an example right okay okay let's say that your friend group is like a car a car has like multiple front seats and multiple back seats i'm not saying that usually a car has two seats in the front and three seats in the back but let's say that this car has as many seats as you want. You have multiple front seats and multiple back seats. So the front seats are the ones that the people who fill in the front seats are like people who like to engage in activities and things. They are the ones that like to plan things out. They are the ones that suggest places to go or things to eat or things to do. It's all of those little things, you know, that occur in friend groups. 
these are the people that take the role of like captains or not captains but just people who have a say in the friends group right and it's their choice to be in the front seat whereas the back seat peeps are usually the ones that just go with the flow and ride along uh, it doesn't really matter where they go but like as long as they're with their friends or as long as they're having a good time you know they don't need to worry about where to go or what to eat they they have faith in the front seat people so yeah those are backseat people and i feel like this way of explaining dynamics of friends group is is an easy way to talk about it because not everyone is gonna like be in the front seat and not everyone will like to be in the back seat some people want to have a say in things while as some people don't really want or need to say anything and that's just how it is of course you can have multiple front seats and multiple back seats it doesn't really matter the number but you get the point so what i'm trying to say is that this is a way of like explaining a friend group and let's say that if you were to apply that question if you were to apply that concept of someone assigning your role to you let's say that you want to be in the front seat or you want to be able to call shots and choose the places to go but then someone in the group forces you to stay in the back seat and just ride along and not have any word or any say in what happens in the friend group whereas you yourself want to be in the front seat right <laughs> does that make sense so that's where the problem begins that's where someone assigns the role to you you say you you should be in the back seat but in reality you, you want to be in the front seat and yeah <laughs> so if that were to happen to me if i were to ever be assigned a role that i'm not happy with or something that's not naturally me i would feel as if i'm not that appreciated in the group because it's not who i am it's not who i truly am it's not someone that's naturally me it's someone that was forced upon me and i needed to act this way so i guess that's how to explain it i suppose i hope this is an accurate way to describe this but yeah that that is my way that is like someone assigning your role and honestly if you ask me i think that's not really a great thing to happen towards you right you should be able to always be yourself being a front seat person being pushed to the back seat is not really a great situation that you want to be in because you have to fake it and you have to start lying to yourself saying that oh i'm supposed to be here and instead of actually being able to choose whether you want front or back seat so yeah <laughs> i hope this point actually made it through <laughs> so when you're actually when you're with anyone really i feel that you should be able to be yourself like it doesn't matter where you are or who you're with and anything at all like you should be yourself you should never lie to yourself and the thing is you yourself have many different versions of yourself which is like completely fine as an example right you could be a serious worker like you could go to work and you could be like all serious and uptight but at the same time if you hang out with friends or family you can be an easygoing person that doesn't mean that if you're serious at work you have to be serious at home as well no these are all like different versions of you you can be the happy one or you can be the sad one or you can be the quiet one or anything that's authentically you as long as it is you and that's something else like it's okay to act differently like in different friend groups or in different friend situations or even life situations itself but the only thing that you have to make sure is that it's you it's truly you and it's not something that was forced upon you so about that authentic self 
I feel that we truly are ourselves when we're alone. There's no external factor that's gonna like force us to become someone else. We don't have any pressure whatsoever to lie to ourselves because we're alone. And being alone, you can be true to yourself. And no one's influencing you to act this way or any way that you act when you're alone except for yourself. But to be your authentic self around people is when it becomes a little bit trickier. There's no certain way to actually determine your authentic self. And I think that the only way to actually figure it out would be to do what you feel comfortable with. Don't lie to yourself about what you like or what you don't like. And it's all right to show yourself. It's all right to be who you really want to be. Your family and friends will accept you for who you are. And if they can't, that's on them. You know what to do like if that happens, if they can't accept it, whether it be you confront them or like leave them alone. That's something that you can choose or you can figure out later on. There isn't a time or place where you need to fake something unless it's something that you really, really want to do or is a part of you. Like if you want to tell yourself like you want to change as long as you are completely OK with it, just do whatever that you want to do. Don't feel as if you need to hide away your true colors. The right people will never cower away. The right people will always stay. So. As for the very, very first movie review that we have, well, not really the first, but out of many that will soon come ever so slowly, but surely, <laughs> the movie that I want to review is a movie that I watched with my friends, and we watched it over the weekend, and it's called Avatar, The Last Airbender, but, 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 hear me out here, it's, it's not the series, it's the movie, the live action movie, and oh god, I, I died. I, I literally died multiple times throughout the movie. I, I I can't believe that something like so beautiful like Avatar The Last Airbender could go so wrong. I mean, my friend already told me that it was bad. But when I watched it, it wasn't bad. It was like worse. It was worse than bad. It hurt so bad. <laughs> but you got to hear me out. Avatar The Last Airbender, the series, like the animated, the cartoon one, is absolutely amazing. Like, I watched it with one of my friends, and I can tell you that we were like hyped up for almost the entire series. We were looking forward to every single episode because, like, everything about it was just like great. I cannot stress on how fun it is to watch it, but the live action movie, help, help me. It hurts to even think about it. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to have a lot of spoilers here because the movie itself basically follows the plot. So one thing that I can say that's good about the movie is that it does follow the plot accurately. From the very first encounter with Aang, right, in the glacier or in the iceberg until they meet Zuko there until like the water tribe gets like okay I'm saying a lot of spoilers now I, I regret I take it back there might be a lot of spoilers but from the iceberg to Zuko finding them to going back to the southern water tribe and Aang getting kidnapped and all that until they reach towards the northern water tribe and when Princess Yui becomes the moon and all that you know what I mean like everything about it was quite accurate I must say the story about it was quite accurate, although it was it was really simplified towards the middle part. But I got to hand it to them like that was something that I was happy about. 
but my god other than that i don't even know what the director was like thinking they managed to pronounce almost every single name wrong in the book and it hurt every time someone said a name ang became um and then uncle iroh became uncle iro and then sokka became soka and like it hurts every single time someone said something like i don't know how many times i heard the the word ung like ung <laughs> and the funny thing is is that the animation series had like specific ways to say the name it's not that hard to follow the pronunciation if the original series was saying like ang then it should be ang it shouldn't be ung did the directors even watch the series or did they just go blindly and like have a script and like, okay, let, let's go on with this. <laughs> because, ayo, ayo, it bugged me almost throughout the entire movie. And the animations were like kind of late, although I know it is from a 2010 2010 2009 movie, but, but still, the animations weren't that great. I felt that the firebenders especially like they were charging up to bend fire or like to shoot their fires and all that but the problem was that the animation of the fire or like the show of the fire was like so slow that instead of bending like in the movie where they bended earth where earthbenders protected it with like a earth with like walls of earth and stones and all that instead of bending i felt that you could literally just like step aside or like walk walk to the side just when they release it because it was so slow that it felt as if there was no use in bending really but okay maybe i'm just being nitpicky but yeah that that was kind of that was kind of bugging me throughout the movie and one thing one thing that i was like completely shocked or completely bamboozled about was Sokka not being funny you know throughout the entire animation series Sokka was like pulling jokes here and there you know cracking us up cracking me up at least and just having deadpan comedy and deadpan jokes that you kind of need in life to make life a little bit more interesting but Sokka was completely the opposite in the movie he he didn't say much at all I mean he had his boomerang but like he didn't have any humor to him he didn't have those sarcastic remarks or like anything really he didn't i don't even remember if he said any joke at all which was kind of like sad but yeah he had a change of character and jokes were his iconic thing so yeah that was kind of sad but what can you do aside from the bad things i can't even think about good things i mean the good thing would be what i said just now the plot the directors actually followed the plot pretty well so the script was all right it was nice but aside from that i don't really know what else to say i just yeah the movie hurt it hurt a lot but i i had a great time with my friends i mean we were like complaining about it the entire time i don't know how many times we were saying ung it could have been like a shot challenge you know take a shot of water every time you hear ung <laughs> but yeah i had a great time with them and although it was a terrible movie it's something that i can cringe or i can think about later in the future because it feels like i've hit the rock bottom of movies there's nowhere else to go other than up so i guess every movie after this is gonna be just absolutely great compared to that movie but yeah so 
Avatar. Avatar The Last Airbender. The live action movie. Honestly, I'd give it a 3 out of 10. Maybe 4 out of 10 if I'm being a bit generous here. But yeah, 3 out of 10, 4 out of 10. Around that place. Could have been better, but it definitely can't beat the actual series. The animated series. For the animated series, the Avatar, I'd give it definitely a solid 8 or 9. Yeah, it was a great series. So that's my movie review and scene now one of the weird questions or like the random questions that i received is a bamboozler you know it's something that i had to actually ponder and i had to think about this because it's it's an important aspect in our life and it's cheese yes cheese so the question i was asked was why is spray on cheese not cheese that's in vapor form and I had a I have a good good answer for this. <laughs> I I thought about this like for the longest time, you know, I I let it sit through my head and I finally figured out why spray on cheese is not in vapor form. If spray on cheese were in vapor form, it would be like really really thin. The way I imagine vapor form of spray on cheese would be something like spray paint you know it's something that's like you spray it and it's very light and like it has a very thin coating towards it and i feel that if spray on cheese were like that if it were in like a vapor form something that's like easy to like spray on then it'll barely be able to coat your food or it'll barely be able to coat like whatever you eat spray on cheese with your crayons or like even just spray it to your mouth it'll it'll barely like hit it you can't taste it so I believe that those lovely, lovely scientists or, or food doctors or whatever that you want to call it, they decided that spray on cheese should be thicker and it should be something that we can enjoy more. Because now if spray on cheese is like thick and not in vapor form, now, now we can actually taste it. Now we can actually like have it. It's like there or vapor spray on cheese is like kind of not there. <laughs> actually the normal spray on cheese is there so yeah it'll be packed with like flavor and the spray on cheese will be a lot more enjoyable in all honesty i think that spray on cheese is not in vapor form because those scientists those food doctors are doing us a favor they're helping us you know i know it's technically not spray on cheese because it's like thick and all it's not like something that you can spray like spray paint or something like that i can't think of any other example other than a spray paint but hey we get more cheese with what we have now i'm not complaining it's a win-win situation for me i must say so yeah in conclusion spray on cheese is not in vapor form but i believe i certainly believe 100 percent with all my might it's for the better for us. The spray on cheese we have now is is what's best for humanity and for future civilizations to continue to thrive. So, yes, spray on cheese, our hero. I've asked you guys for some songs recently. And, yeah, I just want to apologize first if I don't mention or say, talk about your songs. Because I guess it's kind of hard for me to, like, elaborate on it sometimes. But aside from that, I do appreciate it. So I just want to apologize up first if I don't talk about it or any other topics or anything. So, yeah, but it's always appreciated.
Okay, so the first song that I want to talk about is Jeremy Passion and Jess or Jesse Jess Barrera, uh, Constant. And like, I gotta say, this song is a vibe. Like, I've never heard this before. I know about Jeremy Passion. I think I just listened to Lemonade, if I'm not mistaken. But like, aside from that, I never really discovered him. But my first impression of this song was like. It's a vibe. It's it's something that you can play when either you're alone or you're just hanging out with friends, or something that you'd like really enjoy at a cafe or on your ride home. It's it's a nice place to like calm down and vibe. Yo, uh, the lyrics actually got me. It's weird that this world really is just like turning round and round, and things are changing within a blink of an eye. Things are like there for a minute and then they're gone the next minute and yeah i feel that because there's lots of things that i can say that i've had a couple months before this and i don't have it anymore people move on things change the things that you want are different the things that are there for you are different like everything's changing but to have that one thing that's like constant that one person that's constant in your life it's like it's like a blessing you know if you have one person just imagine if you have a lot of people that will stay in your life no matter what i feel that that's amazing to have it's like you can always rely on them and you can always trust them to be there despite anything and if you know that people will always be there for you if you know that that one person will always be there for you you won't be scared of a lot of things and i feel like you'll be able to actually conquer the world just because you know that you have someone to go home to so i feel that this song is like trying to like capture that moment i guess because it's constantly talking about change if you ask me i feel that words really impact a lot in our lives i really like take people seriously when they say something especially when it's someone that's like really close so in the song when someone says something when someone says i'll be here or promises me something i mean although that promises sometimes can't be kept but that's all right <laughs> but having those words of i guess affirmation right words of affirmation or like those kind words just to like be able to hold on to and keep in the back of your mind as you try to get through life just by having those words i feel like you can go very far especially me i feel like i can go very far just by knowing someone is saying that i'll be there or like i'll be waiting for you at the end like it, it changes everything if you ask me whether or not it happens or not and whatever that the future holds i feel that just by having those words it, it can really help me <laughs> so yeah that is what the song is trying to like give or the song is like trying to portray because it's nice to always have that feeling it gives off this like comforting kind of vibe that i'll be there no matter what and you don't need to worry about that it's it's a nice feeling to have so <laughs> yeah that's my review on this song and i'll be happy to listen to more i should look into jeremy fashion seems like a cool guy and that's all i have for this week hope you guys enjoyed and yeah if you do have any more topics, opinions, songs, movies that you want me to talk about, I'll do my best to fulfill all of them. I'll definitely do my best. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. And be sure to follow the Waffling Podcast on Instagram. I'll be around. <laughs> so hit me up if you ever need to. And with that said, 
I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.